This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian. If you see this face and if you hear this voice, that can only mean one thing. That means the San Francisco 49ers have won their 10th straight game. They have clinched the number two seed. They're hosting a game this weekend at Levi Stadium, at least one, and they're the hottest team in the NFL. I'm with Brian Rennick, Al Sacco. I'm Zane Nackby. This is another episode of the 49ers Web Zone, the Huddle Podcast on the Odyssey Network. We are celebrating another victory. This one, I mean, this one was was a little bit close at the beginning, but a great tune-up for the playoffs. We didn't know seeding going into it. There was a lot of stuff up in the air. We didn't know who they were going to play next week until the Green Bay game. And we know now the old friends from the Pacific Northwest, the Seattle Seahawks, who the 49ers have beaten twice already this year, by the way. So just like last year, a third time against a divisional opponent in the playoffs to move forward. Guys, let's unpack this one. I just think, you know, to start, I think we're getting to the point right now where this team finally looks dominant. We've been waiting for that for a while. When, when are they going to put it all together? And they have. I think that they are right now. And they're doing things right now, you guys. So you know me. I, like, I'm always thinking about this stuff. My wife will look at me and be like, what's wrong with you? Why are you ignoring me? What's, what's going on in your head? And I'm just thinking about football. That's it. Like, I'm not thinking about like my guma or anything like that. Right? Like, not that I have a guma, but I'm just thinking like I'm thinking football. That's yeah. it. So I'm thinking about all this, these yeah. weird stats with the Niners. And I'm like, all right, they've scored 37 points or more in the last three games, 37, 37, 38. When's the last time they did that? You'd have to go back. I think it's like 51. They scored 37 plus in three of the last like 50 games or 51 games. It's right around there. You'd have to go all the way back. The fourth time that they did it was the NFC championship in 2019. So that would have been the fourth time going all the way back before this, this three week stretch, if that makes sense. That's how prolific this offense has been with Brock Purdy under center and that this isn't counting when they were down seven to three since he came in they have outscored their opponents 198 to 97 they've scored 33 35 21 on a thursday night at seattle 37 37 and 38 this team is rolling the defense doesn't look as invincible but still probably i think most people would take Niners defense over anybody else going into the playoffs or pretty much anybody else it's still very very good and the offense has been a juggernaut. It's the best offense in the league the last six weeks. What else can you ask for? What else can you ask for? They finally put it together. They're finally rolling. And I think along with the Bengals, they're probably the two hottest teams in the NFL right now. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. <clears throat> the 49ers, 
defense pitched another shutout in the second half and nobody talked about it mm-hmm. just because it's like, oh, oh, hum, just another second half shutout. No big deal. And because of that dominant victory uh, and and the fact, well, and let's be honest, the fact that the the Bills uh, played one less game than, than the 49ers, uh, the 49ers ended the season uh, number one in point differential, uh, number one in scoring defense. And uh, not only that, but Sunday's game marked a clean sweep of the NFC West. They went six and zero against their division rivals, the Cardinals, the Seahawks, and the Rams, to the tune of the 49ers putting up 169 points in those six games, and their opponents putting up 53, which means they gave up less than 10 points a game against their division rivals. Like that's that's just bonkers. And that is, mm-hmm. that is, I, I, I don't think there's anything that you could really point to and go, there's something, there's something out there that could tell us that this team is more dominant than this. Right. It, it's mm-hmm. difficult. It's difficult to sweep your division. The last time the 49ers did it, it was 1997. Somebody actually mm-hmm. just put it up. Right. Was I, as I was about to say it, uh, let me throw it on the screen for them. 1997 was the last time the 49ers swept the NFC West. It's not easy to do. And not only did they did it, but they just absolutely slaughtered all of them. Just non-competitive every single game. And it is, it's just, it's just really, really impressive. And, you know, it, it, I've, I've, I've said this before. I've run out of, I've run out of superlatives for this team. Like I don't even really, I can't even really figure out how to talk about them because they've just been so good to the point where, I feel like we don't talk about some of the things that they've done enough, right? Because it just becomes commonplace. And so, you know, they're the only team again, besides the bills to allow less than 300 yards or 300 points this season. Again, just a, just an absolutely incredible performance. And, uh, and there isn't a weak link on this team. You know, the, the offense is now matching the defense, or, or you could argue has surpassed the defense in terms of their dominance. And even the special teams, uh, the special teams finished the season ranked 15th in, in, in DVOA, uh, last season, they were 26th. So again, every aspect of this team has gotten better from last season and last season they made it to the NFC championship game. So I think that speaks to the expectations that we should have for this team, uh, going into the postseason. And that thought about the point differential, Brian, it's the first time that they've led the league in point differential since 1995 with a defense that was led by Pete, Pete Carroll. Carroll. Yes. <laughs> Which is the, the the ironic thing. But I think that to your point um, and, and to Al's point, I, I think that where we were, you know, 10 weeks ago when they were three and four, it's like you say, Al, my, how the turntables, right? It's just a completely <laughs> different vibe on this team. They have, they have confidence that they can get the job done on both sides of the ball. Kyle's coaching with a confidence that frankly, I've never seen before from him. And you just know, like even when Arizona was close, even when it was close in the first half, they got the old Madden double up at the end of the half, which I don't yeah, know if there's did. a better team in the league that, that does the, the double up with the end of the half score. And then the beginning of the half, uh, they score again. Yeah. I don't know if there's a better team in the league that than the Niners at that. So once they got that score at the end of the half, I'm like, okay, this is over. They're going to score at the beginning of the second half, and then it'll be out of reach, and that's exactly what happened. Like, there wasn't really one one moment in this game where I was actually worried because 
they got that touchdown off the flute play where Demo was in position and, and he could have either knocked it away or possibly picked it off. AJ Green was just one of the best wide receivers in the league at one point, right? High point in that and ball. And what do you do? And get taller than him, taller than him. And also, there's a bit of a push off from AJ Green there. I but saw that too. I saw that. I digress. <laughs> <laughs> they, could, they could have, but you know, and you know how the NFL is. But, you know, even at that point, they got down seven nothing. I'm like, that's oh, not a big deal. They came right back. They took the lead. And then after that, it was basically that was it. They went back and forth for one more drive. Like you said, they pitched a shutout in the second half, and it's just become the norm that we become we come to expect from this 49ers team. And to go from perennially losing for all of those years from when Mariucci left until Harbaugh got here, and then when Harbaugh left, to making hopefully deep runs in the playoffs three out of the last six years, it's been it's been a very, very interesting time in Kyle Shanahan's tenure. And I think and I think that I want to give him his flowers because I've been critical of Kyle, right? I have been very vocal about that on the show, but the job that he's done this year, to me, he's earned coach of the year. Mm -hmm. He has taken his team, I think, and done his best job. I feel like this is the best team that he's coached and the best job that he's done. And he's taken a team that was dead in the water twice this season, brought him back from the depths, and he's put him in position to potentially win a championship. And that's what other coach in the league is going to do that for you. What other coach is going to do that? I I can't think of very many at all. Yeah, he's 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 he shot himself up into the upper echelon here, and he needed to this year. I, I don't think that's unfair to say, and he did. And he's right now the only 49ers head coaches with multiple 13 win seasons are Shanahan, Walsh, and George Seifert, and that's that's pretty damn good company. And there's just been some cool things that they did this year. Ayuk's the first wide receiver with a thousand yards and at least eighteen, at least eight touchdown catches since Crabtree did it. Um, Kittle and McCaffrey are the first Niners teammates with at least 10 plus touchdowns since Gore and Vernon Davis did it back in 2009. They scored 23 offensive touchdowns in their last six games. If my math is right, (laughs) they had 27 in the first 11. Mm -hmm. This has just been great to see. And one of the things that really sticks out to me, George Kittle has seven TDs in his last, what is it? His last four games, four games. Yeah. So, he, two, never one, seven two, TDs. he never had more than seven TDs in a season coming into this year. What's different? What? How come they're scoring all these points? What's What's different? Does McCaffrey make a big difference? Yes. yes. I think that's a big part of it. I think the other thing is the guy behind center. Yep. And, and I, re- I really feel like it's, it's, it's that easy to say. And one of the things Purdy did, a stat that stuck out to me, Patrick Mahomes and Tua led the NFL with a 6.3% touchdown percentage this year, and Josh Allen was second at 6.2. They're the only three QBs who qualified, um, had enough attempts to qualify that were over six. Purdy is at 7.6%. doesn't have enough attempts to qualify, to qualify quite yet, um, nor will he. The season's over. But, so, but just to even do that, it's not like he did it in two games. He did it over six basically full games. Hmm. That's really impressive. And again, the proof is just in that this team has turned into a juggernaut. They're an offensive juggernaut. They're the best offense in the league the last six weeks. Uh-huh. And the main difference, I think McCaffrey makes a huge difference, obviously, because the offense is really running through him. But you cannot deny it at this point. We spent years talking about it. What's what's the holdup on offense? Why aren't they scoring? They have all this talent. I think the answer is right there, you guys. You know, Purdy is not a finished product. He's still a rookie. He still makes mistakes. I saw somewhere he still, I forgot what the number was, but he still, you know, the turnover worthy plays that PFF says he's still making, but whatever, he's he's a rookie. Any rookie does exactly right. Whatever. He's not perfect, but 
he's perfect for this team right now. He's making the right decisions. He's throwing the ball where it needs to go. He's doing what Kyle wants him to do. He's playing with ice in his veins. He's great in the red zone. He's, you know what they're doing? Excuse my language. They're finally fucking scoring touchdowns. How long have we waited for this to happen? They are finally scoring fucking touchdowns. Thank you. Thank you. We've been waiting since, I don't even know what, I don't know, some Steve Young? I don't know, for this team to, to break, break up points like this. So it's just, it's really exciting. I don't know what's going to happen, but to have a quarterback who's put some juice back in the Niners again and it hasn't divided the fan base, it's, it's, it's just been cool to see. So really quick, Brock Purdy has set the rookie record for the 49ers for a number of touchdowns thrown, 13 touchdowns. That is a 49ers rookie record, by the way. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yeah. Well, it's and awesome. then and then and not only that, but you know, he has four interceptions on the season. One of those was that stupid he came in that Chiefs game when they got blown out and he threw an interception. Yeah. So in reality, outside of garbage time, he's 13 touchdowns, three interceptions. Well, Jawan awesome. dropped one too, right? Awesome. So yeah. And so right, right. I, I yeah, and I, I agree out like it's it's hard because it's like th- th- this kid has five starts, right? He has five starts. I mean, six six games if you include Miami and and you should because he came in in the second series of the game, right? So yeah, he basically played that whole game. Yeah, he played the whole game. Um and it, I, I don't like I said, I don't want to deal in hyperbole. I don't want to deal in like Brock Purdy is, you know, is the best quarterback the the 49ers have had since Jeff Garcia, right? Or Colin Kaepernick or depending mm-hmm. on 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 your flavor of quarterback. But the last time that this offense was this dominant and and scored touchdowns at a stretch like this was 2013 when Colin Kaepernick was the quarterback. So this is the best offense, arguably, the 49ers have had since the Colin Kaepernick-led 2013 team that, well, we won't talk about how that season ended, especially <laughs> with what's happening this week. But, but Did they score like that then, though? Did they score? Not, I'm, it's not as question. There was, a, there was a stretch that they did, that, and that's what I'm talking about. There was like a five-game – a five. I think there was a five-game stretch where they scored 30-plus in – right, All because for the – yeah, because for the – for for the 49ers, they've scored 30 plus in five of their last six games, right? The only one being that game in Seattle on Thursday night up in Seattle, right? And and I said in that game, the 49ers are playing like this is a Thursday night football game. And there was still there still wasn't a single time in that game where I felt like the Seahawks were actually in the game. Mm-hmm. I understand what the final score was. Like I get it. 
but regardless, that game never felt like it was going to end any other way than with a 49ers victory. And so it it is Brock Purdy. And can this continue? I, I don't see why not, because to be perfectly honest, and I feel like I feel like we talked about this uh, maybe last episode. I don't. There's nothing that that Purdy is doing that it's like gimmicky, right? Like mm-hmm. where defensive coordinators could look at it and go, "Okay, if we could take this away, then then I think we'll be fine." Right? There's nothing that he's doing that defensive coordinators can take away, right? Especially with Kyle Shanahan as his play caller. All Brock Purdy is doing is is the answers to the test that he's already been given by Shanahan, right? It's like, hey, here's the play. If this is the look we get, here's where you're going to go. And he goes there, and it's right, right? Because Kyle Shanahan can call a, an incredible game. And if the play breaks down, more often than not, Purdy is going to, at the very least, extend the play either throw the ball away or, or, or get positive yardage. Now there were a couple times in this game where I felt like, Oh, okay. There's some rookie things, right? The two sacks that he took, especially that one that was like, I don't know, it was like 15 yards or whatever, where he thought that he could outrun Isaiah Simmons. Sure. I I think sometimes Purdy overestimates his own uh, athleticism. And I think that can get him in trouble in the future. But I also feel like, he is such a quick learner that that situation, he's going to watch that on film and go, okay, next time I got to know, Hey, I'm not going to outrun this guy. Right? Like I got to do so. I got to get it. I got to get the ball away, whatever the case may be. I saw something the other day, which I thought was interesting. We talk about Brock Purdy being sneaky athletic. And really what he is, is he's quicker than fast, right? He doesn't have long speed, but he is really quick. And Jack Hammer, who covers the 49ers for the Santa Rosa Press Democrat, tweeted out Brock Purdy's 10-yard split in the 40, which is 1-5-5. Okay? Christian McCaffrey's 10-yard split in the 40 is 1-5-5. Tyreek Hill's split in the 10-yard split in the 40 is 1-5-0. So I quote tweeted and I said, you know, Brock Purdy and Tyreek Hill, same player, right? Like, obviously joking, but that's where... That's where his escapability comes from. And so you combine his poise with his escapability and his, his, his football intellect, and you've got a quarterback that can run this Kyle Shanahan system to the level that we've seen it. And like I said, I don't, I don't see where this would slow down. Now, I, I could be wrong, but I just don't see it. 